that is the sound of a mucho mango, Arizona. Uh, as we are chilling on a Monday night. Um, I was not planning to watch the Mets play the Yankees tonight with Justin Verlander facing Domingo Herman, And then I found out that that game is tomorrow night anyway. So I'm not going to watch that game tomorrow night. Because, uh, who cares? Who cares? I'm Jesse from the internet. This is Willits Pod. And we have plenty that we do care about, such as Jordan from the internet who's with us. Hi, Jordan. How are you? Cool, cool. Crystal from the internet, also here. Hi, Crystal. How are you? Hello. I am great, Jesse. How are you? I'm uh, less thirsty now that I've had some of this mucho mango. And Addie from the internet, also here uh, on this evening record of Willard's Pod. Addie, how are you? I'm I'm good. How are you? I wish I had a mucho mango. I love those. Well, here we are. This may be all of us, I think. I don't know. Uh, we're off to a really low-key start, and I feel like... Um, I'd like to start it again, but I don't have the sound effect again to play. Um, but we need some, we need some vibe. We need some energy. We need some uh, warming up of the crowd. And you know who can do that is mascots. And we have other stuff to talk about tonight, but we have a lot to get to. And as always, we will get to uh, various tangents through the things that we talk about. Uh, so we will, uh, play our little mascot game, which is really quite simple. Um, we have, uh, to, to get to know each other better as, as a podcast group and our opinions on mascots, uh, I think will, will help us all get there and learn a little something about these mascots and about each other. As we go, uh, we've already learned that uh, Jordan, for instance, had cool friends in high school and uh, was, was not aware of what a character alignment, alignment chart, chart was. was. That was Colleen that didn't not- know. Okay, Jordan had nerd friends in high school and knew what a character alignment chart was. Colleen had cool friends in high school and did not know. For those who also had... <laughs> high school and did not know what a character alignment chart is um it is the thing that you will occasionally see on the internet a grid of uh nine squares in this case uh lawful neutral and chaotic and there is good neutral and evil in the middle is true neutral and just for the purposes of of starting discussion and making a, a little, uh, my own first draft of, of a mascot alignment chart. Um, I put Mr. Met right in the middle at true neutral because to me, Mr. Met is the baseline of, uh, the, of the modern mascot. Mr. Met is, uh, you know, where, where kind of where it all started. There were obviously, you know, mascots in colleges before that, but you know, when we talk about, mascots of the modern era it starts with mr met and uh goes from there i think that it's hard to have a lawful good mascot um 
And that was why for, so, so we can talk about these two squares first, because for lawful good, I went with Mrs. Matt because honestly, um, and this is impressive for a female character. Uh, Mrs. Met manages to extremely rarely pass the Bechdel test. Um, for one thing, I mean, she is incapable of conversation, but even, you know, given that all of her, all of her character revolves around men, just about whether it's Mr. Met or, um, Noah Syndergaard trying to creep on her or all of the other male mascots around major league baseball, um, trying to put the moves on Mr. Met. It is, uh, almost always about that or her other role, um, her day job, as it were in the hospitality department, um, for the Mets. She's lawful good. Yeah, she she is a supporting character, and I think that's really the only way that you can get there as a mascot. And I say that with all love and respect for Mrs. Met. I wish that we could um you know get more of her um and and fully flesh out that character. But at this point that is why I have her in the lawful good square. I, I just need to even back up, honestly, because um I disagreed and I disagreed in the chat with this as well, but I would like to discuss with the idea that Mr. Met does not have any chaotic alignment to him. Like Mr. Met absolutely is kind of like the baseline from which, you know, like literally historically, I understand you're saying, you know, he's a, he's a very like starts this legacy of the modern mascot, but as a mascot, itself like mr met is crazy first of all he's a giant baseball head person with a wife which is like another crazy aspect of it all but it's also that like mr met as a character um in recent years obviously iconically flipped off a fan um you know ultimately like the heart of the mets lives within mr met and the mets are not like true neutral in any possible alignment chart. So uh, I do feel that Mr. Matt is maybe uh, chaotic neutral. Like I don't necessarily think he's like good or bad. I think Mrs. Matt is good. I agree. Although I do wish she would pass the Bechtel test more often. That's that's my yeah, two cents I'd, on I'd, Mr. I'd and Mrs. Metzi. I I don't I think I I don't think there is a true lawful good mascot. I think Mrs. Matt is possibly the closest possible answer to lawful good. Mr. Matt, I agree, is chaotic neutral. I I'm 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 gonna throw throw my hat into the ring for for true neutral, which is uh, the Oakland A's mascot, which I believe is named Stomper. I, I, I have never seen Stomper in anything. I just know he's an elephant and he, he's probably very neutral. He's very neutral based on the fact that probably that about 2,000 people see him a day and on any given game day. Stomper is in my lawful good chart, actually, because I feel like he's kind of the ACAB mascot, personally. And that's good for him because, you know, those owners really suck. 
So I feel like he's got to be the lawful good of the bunch. But I do agree Mrs. Met is is wonderful. She's a fantastic dumper. I followed her the other day. But yeah, no, something about Stomper. He's got, he's he just got gives good vibes. Good, I, I, I good agree vibe. with that. He's adorable. I'm just looking at him right now and he's so cute. And and I'm like on the record on this podcast as basically hating mascots. Like I just think like they scare me a lot of the time. I think they're like really weird and insane. Um, honestly, as I'm saying it out loud, I'm realizing maybe I've become a little more pro mascot because I love whimsy, you know, like it's just such a ridiculous thing to have in sports at all. But a lot of it is that there a lot of them are creepy looking. Like a lot of them have weird vibes. But Stomper is fucking cute. Like that's adorable. Yeah. I, he has his I own agree. Instagram, by the way. I've just discovered it. It's called Stomper00. That's his I, number. Yeah, yeah, his ooh, jersey ooh. number. Honestly, true neutral might be Dinger. Although, although there was that controversy hmm. for, from the Rockies game a couple of years ago where someone yelled dinger and it sounded like a slur on the broadcast. So maybe, maybe. Yeah, no. dinger's not a great name. And I think that dinger's antics behind the plate, um, if you're watching a Rockies game, Dinger cannot be anything less than evil. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay, I, what about I love Dinger. Are, we, are, we, are we limited to baseball he's, mascots? He's wrong. No, I had Purdue Pete as my uh, lawful evil, and he is terrifying. I agree 100% with Purdue Pete. He is the worst. Um. Wait, where did you have Purdue Pete again? Lawful Evil. Um. Okay, I have a submission for Lawful Evil, and it's Mr. Wait, Red. Mr. Red or Mr. Red Legs? Because there's a difference. Yes, Personally, Mr. Red Legs. No, I'm thinking Mr. Red, and I'm thinking Mr. Red specifically oh, in this photo. I'm looking oh, at the I'm, Wikipedia I'm, for I'm staring all at that picture too. Yeah. right now. <laughs> Um, yeah, this picture is fucking terrifying of Mr. Red. Like, he looks, it's, I don't know, Jordan, can you, like, describe this? He looks terrifying. It's like, it's like, it's like a Mr. guy Red in, like, legs, the, the 90s Red, Red's, like, um, sleeveless jersey, but, like, he's got, black, like, the 90s Red's, like, um, vest jersey and pants, and it's, like, got no, ch it's, like, no chest, and it's a baseball head. But you can't. There's no eyes. the The eyes are black. There's no eyes. There's no so, eyes. The eyes are completely black, and then the smile is just like perfectly plastered to the face. Absolutely soulless, and it's terrifying. But I think that Mr. Redlegs is also a good submission I, I because he sucks as well, for, and he's fucking terrifying. I. I have Mr. Redlegs as uh, chaotic evil as expressly the opposite of Mrs. Matt. That that was where I went with that. 
Mr. Red to me. Uh, have you guys ever seen the Warren yes. Beatty Madonna Dick Tracy movie? Yes. Mr. Red looks like he should be in that as one of the villains. He is so scary. And like Mr. Redlegs is a different kind of scary, like cartoonishly scary. Oh, Mr. Yeah. Red is that, haunt your yeah. fucking dream scary. I think messed evil, up. All right, Jordan, um, what was your lawful was, evil suggestion uh, Orbit, here? The the Astros mascot. Cuz he, he Cuz he he seems like this Ooh. like fun, you know, fun little guy, but he is definitely pure evil like the Astros. And lawfully he he takes on the as cute as he is, he takes on the embodiment of his team. Orbit has ninety five percent chance interacting oh, yeah, exactly. casually That's right. and playfully exactly. with Ted Cruz at some point. That is a thing that has happened. Yeah, Orbit is definitely in that lawful evil uh, nondrent, as it were. It's not a quadrant; it's just a square. Um, should we go back up to the top or, or swing around to? Um, but what's at the bottom there? Um, chaotic new. Uh, no, that's okay. Uh, neutral <laughs> evil. Neutral evil is at the bottom there. Sorry, I just. I'm sorry. I, I know mm-hmm. we're, that we're trying to like go in some sort of order, but I just not discovered something I was not aware of. Um, I have not seen a picture of this mascot. I'm literally about to look it up. But uh, are you guys aware that the Tampa Bay DJ Rays Kitty. mascot There's is like called three DJ Kitty for the for the Rays? There's the flappy little Ray guy. There's DJ Kitty. Oh, God. Uh, what's the third one? <laughs> There's Damon. Wait, wait. DJ Kitty is fucking awesome. Oh, my God. DJ Kitty is so cool. I'm looking at pictures, and I'm losing my mind right now. Okay, so – okay, the Wikipedia says DJ Kitty is one of three mascots for the Tampa Bay Rays. DJ Kitty comes from the internet sensation of a kitty playing a DJ system and dancing to the music. The black and white cat wears a Tampa Bay Rays ring, wears chains, and wears his Rays hat backwards. DJ Kitty became an official mascot for the Rays in 2012. Um, that's incredible. I think that that is, like, chaotic good. Hmm. I think so. He, he is he's DJ cute. Like, he doesn't look scary. He, he's got a fun vibe. He's a DJ oh, Kitty. I, I love two of the three Rays mascots. Because Stinger, which is just a guy in a, in a Stingray suit, is also adorable. But Raymond, Raymond's like a weird amalgamation of like, it's just like a blue Southpaw. And kind of funky looking. Well, I do that's think it's good, really. I have... Wait, oh sorry, go ahead, Jesse. Oh no, I was I was just going to mention I have Southpaw as my neutral good, but go ahead. Well, unfortunately, um, Raymond was. Hang on, I'm trying to figure out. It appears that okay. 
I'm tr- I'm going down a really uh, oh, internet rabbit hole right now. I like can't even speak words. Ta- I'm I'm looking at an article from 2013. Tampa Bay Rays <laughs> apologize for a mascot holding offensive sign. Um, and it appears that this was Raymond. Um, and I'm trying to figure out what the hell the sign was because USA Today will not even say. Um, I bet Deadspin will tell me. So. I'm sorry. I'm 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 really working hard to figure out what the hell this is about. <gasps> oh my god. Okay. Well, it's about Steve Irwin dying. <laughs> okay, everyone. Please, this was worth going down the rabbit hole. <laughs> Holy fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> He's evil. Evil. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, USA, okay. USA Today won't show it, but when I googled um, Tampa Bay's Rays mascot offensive sign, the first thing that comes up is New York Post. See it! Rays mascot <laughs> photograph with sign mocking death of Steve Irwin. <laughs> first of all, uh, all fucking love to. The, I mean, I all hate to the New York Post. It's like a right wing rag. But like when they get it right, they get it absolutely fucking right. And there are certainly some good people that work there. I don't know if we've actually said to the. Uh, I don't know if we've actually said to the listener what this sign is. It says Rays to do list. One Steve Irwin which is crossed out with a picture of Steve Irwin next to it to not World picture. Series. Not, please, please describe the picture of Steve Irwin that they selected for this sign. It's like Steve Irwin, like screaming. It might it's be from when not Steve from Irwin died. died. It is, it is definitely. <laughs> he I looks a little bit that happy. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's a really crazy picture. What I like even I mean, I'm not going to say I like this, but this has been an insane rabbit hole to dive down. And I'm glad that you guys went on this uh, ride with me. Um, The Rays released a statement about this, which says, Last night, Rays mascot Raymond was handed an inappropriate sign brought to the game by a fan. Fans are welcome to bring signs into Tropicana Field, provided they are not offensive. The Tampa Bay Rays regret that this particular sign was displayed in the ballpark, and we apologize for the lapse in judgment. I do feel like if... I do feel like the way that this is like totally passive voice, which is like Raymond was handed an inappropriate sign. Like Raymond posed for a picture with this sign. Also, someone allowed that sign to be made and let in to the ballpark and to get close enough to Raymond. Yes. And Raymond, if like if Raymond, maybe like they should train their mascots to like look at the sign before they pose with it. Like, they, like, there has to be a level of, like, acceptance going into that choice by many people associated with the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, I I don't think it's necessarily fair to ask somebody who's inside the mascot suit. I don't know how much vision you have. Okay, fair. I have absolutely no from, idea how much vision. From in the hair. But mascots are usually accompanied by some kind Several, of usually. team staff member. 
who's like helping them out. Yeah. Um, even a low budget team like the Rays has somebody who's like <laughs> helping out. Um, I enjoy this from the Yahoo story at the time. None of the Rays who swim in the tank beyond the center field fence at the Trop have ever actually been linked to Irwin's death. This simply was a fan's conspiracy. Fans joke slash conspiracy theory gone on the wall. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Oh my god, Jordan, are you okay? <laughs> god, that's so crazy. After this conversation, I have a new I have a new proposition for lawful evil. Uh the uh go ahead. Racing presidents. <gasps> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I have seen so many fucking racing president races in my time. I live in Washington, D.C. I've been to so many goddamn president races, and I've been to so many goddamn horrible Nats games where the president race is the only good thing. Uh, but I always, like, kind of resent it, uh, you know, a little bit. And they often do, like, a little gimmick where, like, one will, like, clearly pre-planned trip another in the outfield so that like George Washington can win again or whatever. And I hate it. I hate it. So Chaotic. where does yeah, that put the racing sausages though? If the <gasps> Yeah, they're, they're chaotic neutral. Okay, okay. I had another person for chaotic neutral, but I do like that. My chaotic neutral personally is as Colleen was mentioning earlier Benny the Bull, because he will straight up fight you. But he's a good dude. He gave me a hug one time when we were just out walking around, gave me a free shirt, and it was my size. And I respected that. So like he's the he's the kind of friend that's gonna that's gonna kick someone's ass for you, but also just just be there for you. Where I love it. Um where does I my favorite that. sorry Southpaw, but where does my favorite mascot UP? land on this list. Um, I would have... I think Yuppie's got to be in the, the chaotic section. I would put Yuppie That's either chaotic good just, or chaotic neutral. Just for pissing off Tommy Lasorda enough to get himself ejected has to be, has to be chaotic. Chaotic mm -hmm. in some way. Yeah, that that side of the grid, the chaotic side, I went. Um, I had Mister Redlegs at the bottom for chaotic evil, but I would have uh, Philly all the way through. Uh, gritty, chaotic, good, fanatic, chaotic, neutral, and uh, swoop, um, chaotic evil. Okay, but I will. <laughs> Go, go, go. Oh, I was going to say, I would like to add two mascots that I have had um, very horrible experiences with. That is Tommy, the Blackhawks mascot, who likes to just put his entire beak on you. And he also picked me up and walked me away um, from my significant other. And I was not thrilled with that. He is a deviant. But also Blue, the Colts mascot is in fact a sexual deviant who likes to thrust his hips on anyone, even children. 
Okay, first of all, jail for that. Um, I don't even believe in jail, but jail for that. Um, Second of all, I just wanted to double back to the Philadelphia rundown. I was going to say that UB is kind of like the proto gritty in like, Mm -hmm. you know, at least aesthetically and and I think a little bit vibes wise. Um, Swoop is fucking scary. Uh, Every picture of Swoop is like straight on for some reason like he's looking right at you um and i i do think it's kind of a beautiful poetry to have it be all philly all the time on the chaotic side so uh, i'm gonna co-sign go birds that one yeah i just have i by the way just like we you know we used to like plug our merch shop a lot on the show <laughs> and, and we will again we, <laughs> and now we like kind of forget to do it sometimes so i just want to note for people if you're listening to this podcast and you too are like go birds there's a really great underrated piece of merch in our shop that jesse i guess just made once i mean there's a lot of great underrated merch in our shop but <laughs> you know every once in a while you can go check it out and just find insane shit that jesse made one time including this incredible hat it's a denim hat it comes in multiple colors my boyfriend owns the black one, so it's black denim, and then it says in green stitching, it says "fuck Dallas," <laughs> and this is technically an Eagles hat. That's why you can find it in our shop. Very iconic, but this hat is like conversation starter of a lifetime. Like when we're in line at coffee, people are like "fuck Dallas," like what does that mean? And he loves to be like, "Oh, I just like really love JFK." <laughs> and then every time after he like does this thing i'm like yeah it's actually from the merch shop of my worker-owned co-op will it spend <laughs> but that's just a little merch plug for all you really fans out there. The Dallas Cowboys. yeah and anyone anyone who loves jfk <laughs> all the jfk fans uh Come on over to willitspun.com or gobirdsgobirds.com. Yeah, uh, not buy that hat. For all of that. I, I did have a... I did have a bird mascot uh, on, on here. Uh, the lawful neutral, to me, famous chicken from San Diego, um, who I... I Before leaving the house to come record this podcast, oh, yeah. was told, no, the chicken is evil. Um, I had always thought of the chicken as, as benign. The chicken to me was part of the baseball bunch, uh, showing you often what not to do as part of Johnny Bench's crew. Um, I, I enjoy the chicken and the chicken's antics. The chicken was at the Holy Roller game and, uh, amazing reactions to it, uh, as John Madden got off the field part of an amazing NFL films clip uh, long and storied history for the chicken. Um, but I guess I'm, I'm not, uh, it, it's certainly not a unanimous thing and I can see crystal perhaps uh, anti bird. It, it seems like Tommy Hawk might've got you down here. Cause the chicken does do that beak thing too. Yeah. I don't like anybody who puts their beak over my face. That's a big, I don't consent. <laughs> I don't enjoy being touched by many people at all, especially strangers. I have like five people 
that are allowed to even put their face near mine. Um, so, no, I don't consent to beaking, and I think all mascot birds should be persecuted. Honestly, I think I think everyone- I completely agree. <laughs> persecuted or or prosecuted or both? Both persecuted. <laughs> Just put <laughs> down. Every mascot bird is a sexual. Take him to the vet. Maybe. Especially the yeah, Baltimore Oriole. He is the most sexual deviant of all of them. As someone who has been in proximity of the Baltimore Oriole on several well, occasions, he- that that bird fucks. I totally, totally agree. I was actually, again, looking at his picture on the uh, Wikipedia page. And every other picture of a mascot is, like, the mascot alone, pretty much. There's, like, some occasionally with fans. The picture of uh, the Baltimore Oriole in question, he's standing next to, like, a very hot woman. Like, kind of, like, looking at the camera in, like, a really, like, um, I don't know. It's, like, it's a, a, like, from the- look at me in this. It's, like, a, yeah, I'm the fucking bird it's very very jim from the office like it you're it's giving sexual deviance for sure who this seems like a it, it might be a famous person of some kind it's weird because it says baltimore orioles mascot in a game versus pirates 5 11 14 or five one. I'm, I'm clicking on the Flickr gallery and seeing seeing what else. I have no idea. Who who threw out the first pitch at the Orioles game on May first, uh, twenty fourteen? The bird looks confused. I wanted to say this about the Oriole bird. Um, he's oh yeah, real nude. The other mascots tend to wear, uh, you know, there's always the pants versus no pants. The Oreo bird don't wear shit. He's got his hat, but that's it. He's just there. And there was a picture of him with his mom, and his mom is wearing a a, a jumper of of some floral print. Um. So who who was was it in the chat earlier that said that it looked like uh, Justin Timberlake? That Just... was that was me. Okay. Like peak two thousands ramen hair Justin Timberlake. Yeah, but her son, nude, completely, completely nude. And where is so that is time. actually crazy because there is. Sorry, were you were you going to say something? Go ahead. Okay, um, there is precedent that birds wear clothes. Like Screech, another bird mascot that unfortunately I've seen too much Mm -hmm. of, he wears a full uniform. So it's not like, it's like, you know, and he's like just down the street from the Oriole. Like, this is like basically his nudist neighbor. Yeah. That's, I mean, Fred Bird, a monstrosity from hell, did, wears did, the jersey but no pants. Did you guys know that Mrs. Met has a, has a first name? Mark the cop. Jan. 
What's her first name? Lady. Yeah. Jan Met. Yeah. This is what Wikipedia, what? Wikipedia is telling me. No. No. If you guys could rename Mrs. Matt, what would you name her? I'm 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 trying to find. Does that. Mr. Matt have a first name? Um. <laughs> no, he's Mr. Matt. His first name is Mister canonically. Yeah. And her first name is Mrs. <laughs> it's Mrs. Obviously, I would yeah. rename her to be named Mrs. <laughs> no, I feel like I would want to name her like. I'll send you the Same. article. Something. Doctor. I Mr. and Doctor. Apparently there were baby Mets at one <laughs> point. Mr. and like, Doctor Matt. Well, there was a there was a Sports Center commercial where Mr. and Mrs. Matt were uh, driving in a car. Mr. and Mrs. Matt in the nineties um, in those Sports Center commercials had a very strange relationship that seemed to be uh, and if you run into her at City Field be sure to call her by her first name it's Jan by Liz Rhodes of the Queen's Chronicle Queen's Chronicle is a strange strange newspaper um, comes out weekly says I like this right in the 1960s Mr. Met, Mrs. Met was a redhead Today she's a brunette. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Met remains hairless. Hairless. Oh. I I'm not sure how much to. Where have you seen hmm. Max the Bobcat? Yeah, Mrs. Met was first introduced in the mid 1960s and was known as Lady Met until the 70s. Both both mascots were phased out. Uh, in the eighties, I love Mrs. Lady Met. Was obviously, in an O five commercial with three little Mets. I was just gonna say I like Lady Met because it's very like Game of Thrones. It's like she's like Lady Met of you know the Metropolitans. Um, House Metropolitan. House Metropolitan, absolutely. Um, I. I need to talk about another. Well, first of all, I'm just like having a little giggle imagining being sure, at City Jan. Field and being like, "Hi, Jan." <laughs> sure, Jan. <laughs> uh, um, but I need to talk about another like proto-human mascot. Um, I'm really scared of the swinging friar. Um, yeah. Terrified of Bernie kind of Brewer. Fall in the same category to me. Yeah, the the. Yeah, I think that's the fair. Friar is is right there for me with the Providence Friar, um, who I would have had, a, who was one of my candidates for lawful uh, evil. Um, also, the Wake Forest Demon Deacon. Most of your religion themed mascots, because they're often yes. um, like missionary colonizer types. Um, we are of God, but we're here to really fuck you up. So. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it gives me a little bit of the creeps. Um, the Swinging Friar is a cartoon like character. This is Wikipedia, obviously. Pudgy, balding, and always smiling. Like, 
sorry, but that's a like a horrifying description of a mascot. So, it, this uh, in in this uh, Sports Center commercial, Mrs. Met does not have hair. Uh, she what? does have the long eyelashes that um, distinguish her here um, as Mrs. Met. That's how you can tell that they're just not. It says Bristol, Connecticut, January seventh, and she's saying they should make you a Sports Center anchor. They zoom back out on the car. You are much sexier than Scott Van Pelt, and there's a little baby Met sleeping in the back of the car. I'm not sure if that's where they're getting her name being Jan from. Um, but yeah, they were playing Meet the Mets on the car radio in the little uh, hatchback that the that the Met family was driving with a uh, a ball. Was, Mrs. Um, Met. I don't wow. know. Wow. But I was gonna. I shouldn't say what I was about to say. <laughs> well, now I feel like you have to maybe, say it. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's, she was that really recovering, is uh... recovering from from cancer. Maybe that's why she went away for so long. That's why she's bald. That's. Uh, wow. I mean, maybe it is like where, like where did she Supposedly, go? It says she like, was. What raising was she up kids, to? Which, you um, know. Patriarchy much? Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, again, this is like part of why I, I, I'm going to even go a little bit farther. Like, I think Mr. Met might be evil. Like, I, I am actually starting to like reconsider where I started here. And he's not that chaotic. Like, he's kind of like a traditional man. Like, he always disappoints. Again, like every mascot takes on the like personality of, you know, their team. Like, perpetual consistent disappointment you know like and it's just like he gets a lot of attention he's always around everyone's like mr met and like it's like we all know mrs met is so much cooler you know he leaves her like in the shadows to raise their children while he's out here just like being mr met i don't like it it's a bad vibe i think it's evil um, and I think that we would do maybe he's neutral evil maybe mr met is neutral evil also, I'll say, Mr. Met um, is only around, like, for a couple of innings a game. Like, he's not made available nearly as much as he should be. And Mrs. Met is kept, like, almost completely out of sight. And it, it's perplexing because you have these wildly popular mascots and then, like, no offense to Cowbell Man, but Cowbell Man is doing the work that the mascots ought to be doing. Going around the stadium, pumping people up. And I think if it was up to Mrs. Met, she'd be shaking that dumper around the place. I completely agree. And you know what? She would be doing it because she loves to have a good time. She loves mm -hmm. to spend time with the fans. She loves to bring a good vibe to the Mets atmosphere. And I don't think any of those things can be said for Mr. Met. What does Mr. Met do here? Nothing. He's giving us nothing. Like the best thing Mr. Met has ever given us was the night that he flipped the double bird to a fan in the like the like the depths of that like horrific season. Just like double bird to the fan. It was 
it was so satisfying. It was like, you know, the other end of the satisfaction spectrum, like of, you know, the happy to sad satisfaction spectrum as when Pete Alonso said, let's fucking go, Matt. It's like on, you know, unbleeped on television. Um, but other than that, he's given us nothing. That's like, can anyone name another iconic Mr. Matt moment? Honestly, I was really disappointed because I went to go get my picture with just Mrs. Met, and then he showed up, and it ruined everything. Yeah, I fully believe that. Like, if I was going to take a selfie with Mrs. Met, like that, w- that would be so exciting. And if he walked up, it was like I, I, the other day I was, uh, you know, sitting on the couch with my boyfriend, and sometimes we play this like arcade racing game together. And he picked up the Xbox controller and turned on the Xbox and started to load the little racing game. And without saying anything, I picked up the other controller and I turned it on. And he was like, oh. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, "Um, I was going to play by myself, which means race people who are actually good online instead of me who's bad. Um, and, and, uh, and I laughed really hard and I made fun of him, but I totally understood. Like sometimes you just don't want the B team. And I feel like that must've been how you felt, Crystal, in that moment when Mr. Met appeared. Is that, is that fair? Yeah. It like really ruined the entire vibe. I just wanted it to be like hot girls only. And then he just appeared and I was yeah. like, what are you doing? Like nobody wants yeah. to appear. No one asked for you. I followed Mrs. Met through I don't know I was in like 107 and I made it all the way around to the fan deck I followed her that far and on a broken knee yeah on a broken knee with my friend John making fun of me for wanting to get a picture that was a child's photo op but I was like I just wanted you know me and the girly no but that's the thing right like Mrs. Met brings like a really hot girl vibe I totally agree in a way that Mr. Met is not like it's really like She's Barbie and he's just Ken. Yeah. A bald, boring Ken. That's another yeah. kind of sub genre here that we could play with some mascots, which is like which mascots are Barbie oh, and South which mascots Paw is are Ken's. That is. Southpaw's definitely Barbie. Yeah. Screech is Ken. Raymond is Ken. <laughs> I think most of the good ones are Barbie. Most of the good ones are Barbie. It's like the Philly fanatic Barbie. Gritty is Barbie. <laughs> All of Gritty is Barbie. You, you see Gritty at the, like, you know, Gritty did the thing, like 10,000 RTs, and I'll go to the Oppenheimer movie dressed as Barbie. So apparently, obviously, yeah, got the RTs. Rollerblading Barbie. It was adorable. Yeah. I awesome. love that. Dinger, Barbie. Lucille. Brewer, Lucille, Ken. Barbie, or Ken. I think Lucille is Barbie because yeah, the picture Barbie. of Lucille on the on the Wikipedia page is giving red carpet. Look, Lucille was um, I, my memory of it is after is after it went sour, and um, Lucille and I uh, got into it at the 2008 Futures game at Yankee Stadium because I had bleacher seats um, in the last. Like I was at the very edge of the bleachers and between the bleachers and the right field grandstand is the old Yankee stadium um, bullpen entrance. And it, it had become like 
kind of a, they would keep an ambulance there. And that was where the mascots were all assembling during the Futures game for the mascot game in between the Futures game and the celebrity softball game. And we were interacting with some of the mascots all day. And what I remember was once the crowd like really got into it with Lucille, um, how Lucille was flipping us off and we were flipping him off. But before that, I have pictures of like Lucille's flashing us the okay sign uh, because I had asked Lucille uh, what Lucille's opinion was of Crazy Crab and Crazy Crab. I have not seen the Barbie movie yet, and, and I don't remember from the poster who it is. Is it Kate McKinnon that's like the, the scribbled on Barbie? Uh, Crazy Crab is that Barbie. Crazy Crab is is the anti-mascot from San Francisco who is... Um, Brit's not here, but I, I hope that she is glad to have uh, Crazy Crab shouted out uh, on the show here. Um, and, and we will hear the Crazy Crab song here in just a second. All those fans in Giants land love that Crazy Crab. like me for real (laughs) that whole time by the way jesse was showing us a video of the crazy crab just like wandering around the the field like doing absolutely nothing literally wandering around the field and it was so iconic and i think you're right it's like she is the scribbled on barbie but you can feel in that video that like she is barbie like she does have it Absolutely. Uh, there's a great uh, little documentary that was made about Crazy yeah. Crab called, I think it's called The Anti-Mascot. Um, definitely. Yeah, it was a 30 yes. for 30 short. Uh, it was a 30 for 30, right? It was at least like a 30 for 30 short. Yeah. Um, tremendous, tremendous. And I cannot believe that it came up without... Uh, that we've we've got Crazy Crab mentioned on the show and not Brit here to talk about Crazy Crab or Lucille. Uh, but as I'm scrolling through what we talked about uh, in the chat to prepare for this show, I have been horrified by the visage uh, shared by Keelan of uh, oh, the New Orleans Pelicans King Baby. King Baby. That, that, that might be the truest evil of them all. It looks like he's just been like rolling around the streets after Mardi Gras. Oh my god! Oh my god! 
It's also the picture that Keelan sent where the baby has like two fingers in its mouth. Like, and it looks like it's like about to eat somebody. And like its little baby teeth look like a butt. God, this is terrifying. So I, I I did discover something. Well, first of all, did we have any other comments from our, our fellow Willits pen people? Because we told them that, that we would read them on the podcast if they did. Let's see. Uh, oh, We did have, uh, I told Jordan that uh, Boomer the Cannon and the actual Columbus Blue Jackets Cannon <laughs> can both rot in hell. Um, Boomer, especially uh, a Cannon mascot, that is simply Civil a War large with a mustache. Um, it's well, it's more than that. It's a it's a tall silver cylinder with kind of a ridge at the top. They've given it a little bit of a of a cap there, a little bit of a, an extra uh, a head, if you will, uh, and then two big old circles um, at the bottom for its cannon wheels. Um, it's it's a penis that they made a penis. Their mascot, the Columbus Blue Jackets, sure did. With a mustache, a penis with a mustache. Big old silver penis. Um, get that checked out. Did, yeah, no. And that cannon is uh, the actual cannon is almost as bad. Um, every time they score a goal, they fire off a big old cannon. And um, if they don't score a goal, you've already gotten it because they fired at the start of the game, too. And if you don't know that uh, in advance, if you even if you do know that, even if you're expecting uh, the cannon will be fired, I'm ready for the cannon to be fired. Here comes the cannon being fired. No, it doesn't matter. Uh, it, it's... Uh, I still have PTSD from every single. I I, I feel you because I am not that I've been to a Blue Jackets game, but just the fact that I've been in theater and the like. When you know a prop gun, like like a prop gun with blanks is gonna go off, and uh, (laughs) like you've seen the play several times and you know it's gonna go off, and every time you're anticipating it, you're like, "Fuck!" Every bone in your body is just like. Tensing itself. Speaking of prop guns, we have not gotten into um, human mascots such as uh, the New England Patriots musket weirdo. Um, I don't like any of that. I, He's a cop. There are some human mascots that are okay. Um I really enjoyed when my friend Paul was the mascot at Penn. Um, he was uh, the the last one to do it without the uh, without the Quaker head, and then did it with the Quaker head. And now they have a really, really terrifying Quaker head that uh, is more like the Demon Deacon head, and that's fine because I'm happy to disavow uh, a further affiliation with that school. Um, the but yeah, the, the Wake Forest Demon Deacon, awful. Purdue Pete, awful. But those are also um, he- headed mascots. Um, but like, yeah, the uh, the West Virginia Mountaineer. The- um, weird vibe. The Minnesota Vikings guy. 
Ragnar? I, I've never seen Ragnar. How do you feel about Ragnar? Ragnar? I was going to say, what about the Notre Dame leprechaun? <laughs> Ooh. Okay, I think Ragnar is kind of cool. Very. Except for I the Zubaz that, pants. Okay, the well, whoa. Are we Possibly? disparaging Zubaz? Rag, the first images of Ragnar oh, that wait, come that's up it? are oh, Ragnar on a fucking two, motorcycle. I've seen two. I've seen um, the like one with the head and then the like actual guy in a like just in a viking costume on a motorcycle yeah the actual guy was rad and apparently uh, the vikings uh got rid of him after he asked for twenty thousand dollars a game oh my god and as he as he well should like they're using his literal likeness as their mascot I do think uh, as I'm looking at these human ones, I, I am feeling, I don't know, I could feel this happening earlier. I think that this whole conversation is making me pro-costumed mascot. Like, as I said, when it's done well, when it adds a fun little sense of whimsy and not like creeps like the birds do, you know, it. it's just like a very, it's like a weird, it's such a weird thing that we just like do for sports. And I think that's like kind of fun. Um, but I think that part of it is that they're like characters, they're like cartoon characters in real life and it feels very silly in a way that like a human mascot feels just like, it's like a little weird to me. Something's off for me about just like a live human mascot. Okay. One last creepy one. Baxter the Bobcat from the Diamondbacks. (laughs) Terrifying and terrible. Terrible. Wow. Yeah. yeah okay. I'm. Um, I'm actually gonna defend him. I think he's kind of sick. <laughs> like he. Um. As far as like as far as like you know animals go, he's kind of like pretty realistic while still being cartoonish, and he seems like every picture of him, it's like he's like such a cool dude. Like look at his top. Like. I don't know if I can, like, show you guys. Hang on. Maybe I can pull it up on my phone. He just looks, like, so – he wears his hat backwards a lot uh, because of his ears, I guess. I think he's cool. I'm in Baxter. Okay. I I, I see what you're saying. I – oh, I had not seen this barrel man from the Brewers. That's – that's a goddamn nightmare right there with Mr. Red. He's awful. Oh, so, no. Wait, which one are you looking at again? Barrel Man. Um, a, a, a much better one and, and one that I think, yeah, we, we should show. Oh, he is scary. Uh, I, I would like to show a little bit of love to before He's we get out one. of here. Uh, the Pirate Parrot. Um, a bird, a bird who wears a shirt, a bird who has, uh, come back from being really the scapegoat of, uh, baseball's drug problem in the 1980s. 
um, just because he was dealing doesn't mean um, he was the problem. He was a bird who was trying to make a better life for his bird family. And if that meant selling cocaine to Keith Hernandez or anybody else, so be it. I do support him in in that endeavor, but I don't like him as a mascot. Crystal, what do you think of him? It, it gives me the exact same bad ver- bird vibes, just aesthetically, as we have discussed previously. He is really creepy looking, but I have met him, and he was at least very nice. And I feel like parrots are just a better um, type of bird. Like They're the ones I don't really hate. Because I, I just feel like there's such a difference in parrots. But he's really nice. He just looks unsettling. I think he's a showman in a way that's very, um, that's more memorable. Perhaps. Like, he's got a bird body, but like the attitude of a Philly fanatic. Whereas a lot of the other bird mascots try to act like asshole birds. Like Ace, yeah. the Blue Jays mascot. He sucks. He's just he out there doing really bird hot. things. Ace is really hot, though. He is really hot. He's ripped as hell, but like that doesn't mean Does he's a good the mascot. Monkey count? I don't. Does the rally monkey count as a mascot? Does the what count? Um. I mean, yeah, like you could you could throw in some of your uh, your. Uh, like Bevo, the Georgia Bulldog. Uh, the, yeah, that's the Georgia, Georgia Bulldog. One. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bevo is okay, the, yeah, the yeah, Texas yeah. Like, uh, yeah, okay, okay. Longhorn. Sir, Sir Big Spur, the South Carolina Gamecock. I'm honestly, I'm against it. I'm against it. Same thing as the human one, but worse. I'm like, they're an animal. Make them, like, give them a good life. Don't make them, like, come stand on a field. I can't I imagine an animal, like, being yelled at by, uh, like, tens of thousands uh, of people. University of South Carolina, though. Al the That's a prestigious position. From the Red Wings. The only one without a person inside isn't also an animal either. Without anything inside, it's just a big robot mascot. It's a robot. It's just like a robot that hangs from That's the ceiling. Fascinating. What? Wow. Okay, I don't. I don't like that. I'm like becoming like a. I'm becoming like a mascot traditionalist tonight. Like I don't know what's happening to me. I'm like these are people's jobs. You can't give them to robots. There is, I think there is an owl, the octopus, in a suit. Let's see here. Live Googling. Red Wings mascot. Owl, the octopus. I don't know. There's a stuffed animal. There's... Okay, before Al the... Yeah, Al, this robot has taken a human job because uh, there was the Red Winger, according to the Detroit Free Press. And I, I'm going to read a little bit of this. Uh, 
Before there was Al the Octopus, there was the Red Winger. This is by Helene St. James of the Detroit Free Press in April of 2020. The peak of writing about shit that you could look up on internet archives and with public library materials. In this edition of Detroit Red Wings Revisited, a series designed to distract while the hockey world is shut down because of COVID-19, we look back at an old mascot. Uh, shortly after purchasing the franchise in 1982, Mike Illich uh, greenlighted a mascot as part of his plan to get fans interested. Um, blah, blah, blah. I'm still not sure about uh, Siri is not sure about that. I accidentally engaged my watch. Um, I, it, it's a red bird. It is much like Fred Bird. I'm going to send you guys this uh, this uh, copy image address. A few fans booed at the end of the night after the Wings lost to the St. Louis Blues 2-1, to one, but Illich's acquisition of the Red Wings um, rallied fans. The... There was a winner of a Pontiac Firebird. Um, the bird was red and white, and it's supposed to look like a bird. They succeeded in that. Uh, but yeah, Al the Octopus has uh, taken um, a human's job in the form of this mascot from long, long ago. Much as the Yankees had a mascot long, long ago. Uh, Dandy, who... Uh, looked like Thurman Munson and had the ill fortune of debuting um, like two months before Thurman Munson died in a plane crash. And also a few days after um, Lou Pinella got into a fight with the chicken at uh, the kingdom. And George Steinbrenner said that mascots, George Steinbrenner having previously okayed the mascot said mascots had no place in the game and uh, relegated Dandy to the upper decks at Yankee Stadium where he was quickly forgotten within three years. God, that's so Yankees. Like everything about that is pure Yankees. Again, it's like every mascot takes on the heart and soul and vibe of the team that they represent. Um, I, I just have to take you guys down. A, a little rabbit hole that I've gone down as we've been having this conversation tonight, which is, I don't know, maybe 30 minutes ago, I Googled F1 mascot just to see, like, what is out there. And I stumbled into a mystery for the ages. In 2018, there were two articles published about the Formula One official mascot. Um, one of these is from a website called WTF1, period. Uh, I've never heard of this. The other is from ScuderiaFans.com. Um, the one from ScuderiaFans does not have a date of publication, and the WTF.1 it was published on April 2nd of 2018. Neither of them have like proposed photos of this mascot. Neither of them have like any further information about this mascot. So then a couple years later in November of 2020, um, there is a... Well, first of all, even even two years before that, there's a – sorry, let me read you the – sorry, sorry, sorry. I have to go back farther to read you what F1 apparently said that this mascot would do according to WTF.com, which is 
um, they said that Axel would elevate the atmosphere of the F1 festivals through edgy entertainment and impressive urban dance skills to engage with the audience. So let's just take that in for a moment, whatever the fuck that means. Later that same... Yeah. (laughs) Edgy entertainment. Um, Later that year on Autosport Forum... Someone said, I checked and I didn't dream this. Oh no, this was this that was in 2020. So it was Reddit in the same the same year. Somebody said, What happened to Axel the mascot? And everyone was like, haha, like Axel got axed, blah, blah, blah. And then one person says, Wasn't that posted on April Fool's Day? And no one responded to him. In 2020, there's this forum thread where somebody's like, I checked this and I didn't dream it. Like they said that they were going to have a mascot and everyone just like makes fun of this person and like doesn't answer them. Um, So then the last thing I can find is this picture from Reddit, which is somebody saying, is this the F1 mascot Axel? And it has a photograph. And I would like to ask all of you, based on all this information, what do you expect this mascot, this alleged Axel mascot that is a, a ghost, uh, a giant to look like when I send you this photo? <laughs> a wrench. I think it's going to be a big wrench. With googly eyes. I, mm, <laughs> I don't know. Those are both really good answers. I was going to go with a wrench until Jesse said it. I don't know. Some other weird tool, I guess. Well, you guys like me, after going on this journey, are going <laughs> to be the guy incredibly disappointed. <laughs> because... Is it just a guy in a fucking like suit? <laughs> It's literally a guy in a race suit and a helmet. It's literally a man in a racing suit and a helmet, which is like perfect F1. It's like, it's like, you know, they're like, make a mascot and they're like, a mascot? Like, that's fucking disgusting. And someone's like, no, you have to have a mascot. And they're like, fine. It's a race car driver. (laughs) His name is Axel. Which F1 team would actually employ a mascot? Honestly, Red Bull. If one did. I was going to say Red Bull, too. They would bring in a Red Bull. And they have them. They own, like, soccer teams and shit. Like, I mean, I don't know if they actually have them. But I'm sure it wouldn't be that hard. Okay. That's easy. Um... We had nothing to talk about for for F1 this week because uh, the race was over five seconds in. Yeah, the race was really boring. I was going to say the only thing we had to talk about, and I'm so (laughs) glad Jordan is here for this. Um, Lando Norris is being a fucking menace. (laughs) Lando Norris popped his champagne in in his way. And where he like slams it onto the podium and he I, I saw a video today where he did this in Silverstone too and knocked the trophy off of Max's trophy off of the top step 
but it was metal in England. And this time it was this like beautiful handcrafted Hungarian vase. And Max Max's trophy is like sitting there. Lando slams the champagne and it shatters. It falls to the ground. It breaks off the top. It breaks off the bottom. And Lando steps over it. Like just like without remorse and smiles and sprays Max with the champagne. And then he get he gets asked about it later and he's like, Max put his trophy in the wrong spot. Like it wasn't his fault or it, it wasn't my fault. It was his. Like and I love it. Like, if nobody can be as fast as Max Verstappen, somebody should just be a huge fucking petty bitch about it. And that's what I love about F1. And I think you picked a great team yes. for that reason, Jordan. Thank you. Thank you for validating my feelings about picking a good team. <laughs> and they did actually race really well. They raced better than the fucking Ferraris. Following up on their pre-race picture uh, from the social team that had race week in a Barbie font and Lando and Oscar Piastri sitting in a little pink convertible together, adorably, uh, they carried that so right into the race, P2, P5. They're so Barbie. Um, They're so Barbie. I feel like for for me, Lando is still, uh, he's always going to be a heel because like you've said, um, Addy, he's... He's the bad boy from the boy band. Um, oh my god! And he's he's going after super heel Max Verstappen, and that brings me to what I want to talk about, which is NASCAR, where I cannot stand Kyle Larson. He's the Max Verstappen of the sport right now. He drives for Hendrick, the dominant team. Um, but Denny Hamlin also kind of sucks um, for a lot of reasons, none of which are really worth getting into, but. He embraces it, and on Sunday after the lousy F1 race, there was an amazingly dramatic finish to the NASCAR race that included Denny Hamlin wrecking not one but two of the Hendrick cars, including Kyle Larson, without touching them. He like he basically just didn't give them enough room to really race. Um, the The first one was not not his fault so much. The second one was absolutely his fault. Um, but in a way that he could say, I didn't do anything wrong, which when he pops out of the car after the win to a fucking chorus of booze from the crowd at, at Pocono raceway in Pennsylvania, um, which I've really, you don't see that very much. Like you don't see like everybody booing the winner of the car race. Um, and Denny Hamlin pops out of the car Here's the booze and throws up seven fingers for his seven wins at Pocadale Raceway. They for, they ask him like, Denny, uh, what about the you know what about the wrecks? People are gonna ask like, what about the Kyle Larson wreck? Um, and he immediately goes, doesn't like wasn't even asked about wrecking Alex Bowman. Immediately just goes, I didn't touch either of them. They both wrecked themselves, which technically true. Also, like is Kyle Larson right to be mad at you? Which was the actual question. Uh, yes, he absolutely is right to be mad. Um, but Denny Hamlin doesn't care because he's standing there. He won the race. It's his 50th race. And he's asked about the booze and goes, they can all one day just go kiss my rock outside. Cause all the, uh, 
like if you win, like if you're a nest, I think if you're a hall of famer or whatever, like you get a rock outside the racetrack. So he goes, they can all boo my rock. Um, which the reporter should have just let him go then, but had to go back for one more question and it spoiled it. So, uh, I will not spoil any more of this. And I will just say, uh, if we got anything else to talk about, uh, we should do that. But otherwise we're going to all do this again soon enough anyway. Pleasure. It was a pleasure, as Beautiful. always. May all your mascots be uh, not Mr. Redlegs, because ain't that the fucking truth, or Mr. Man. Red? Rosie, Rosie, really? Rosie's, um, Rosie's okay. Shout out Rosie Red. Rosie, Rosie is definitely hot. Rosie's Barbie. You know, she's very thick. Yeah, she's perfect. Rosie, I mean, come every. Come, Sorry, go ahead. Come get Mrs. Met yes. and run off together. Absolutely. Please. Every like gender, you know, like every like woman uh, gendered mascot is incredible. Like every single one of them is like a single mom who works two jobs, who loves her kids and never stops. Like I I, I feel that and I think they are they they are all underappreciated. Um so may all your mascots be ladies. Love you.